And hello and welcome to Movies for Dumb Guys. I'm your dumb guy host, Joe Johnson. And with me as always, Ryan Sharp. How are you going to get fired on your day off? <laughs> Tim Williams. Maybe I ought to eat your cornbread. <laughs> and returning for a special engagement from <laughs> comics, beer, and sci-fi, the Q. What have you guys done to me this month? I, I just, I just, I, I, I wanted to say a movie quote, but I'm so stressed out over here. <laughs> All right. Well, shut off my pinky toe. <laughs> I got a million of them. <laughs> Martin Luther King. No. Um, it is for those of you who uh, might not be aware. February is Black History Month, so. I can't think of a better podcast to talk about the movies that have expressed the black experience, the perspective of the black community. Uh, Some might call them urban films, however you want to describe it. We are going to do our special tribute to Black History Month. Um, So I can't think of a better person to lead off the conversation than myself. So, um, (laughs) really? No. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get right to it. Let's get to my favorite movie that seems to capture the black experience. Why? Why can't I find my own wife? We've gone to a great deal of trouble to select for you a very fine wife. I want a woman that's going to arouse my intellect as well as my loins. Where will you find such a woman? In America. I am Akeem. Nice to meet you, Akeem. I have recently been placed in charge of garbage. That's good to know. When I look at these contestants, when a Miss Black Awareness pageant, I feel good. Apparently, these are the best women Queens has to offer. Pick one and let's go home. Son, if you want to keep working here, stay off drugs. That is... Sexual chocolate, everybody. (laughs) Sexual chocolate. One of the greatest comedies of all time. One of my favorite movies of all time. Ryan's sitting there just aching to uh, play a sound effect from his laptop that doesn't seem to be working right now. Um, No, you're wrong. That's not not (laughs) what's not working. working. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, So, yeah, this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, Absolutely love it. One of the most quotable movies of all time. A great collection of of actors and comedians and performances and scenes. Such an iconic movie. I think there's been some talk about possibly doing a sequel in the near future. That would be pretty awesome to see. Uh, Ryan, where does Coming to America rank on your list? It ranks number one. I thought I was going to steal your thunder. Yeah, well, you know, I I did a soft... uh, soft numbering system with these because they're, they're, there's a lot that are interchangeable. But I think just as many times as I've seen Coming to America, as many times as I quote it in any given day, it, it has to be up there. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, so, yeah, it's number one. Um, I was surprised it only got 67% on Rotten Tomato. Yeah, I was surprised myself. I thought it would be a lot higher than that. But I was happy to see that the 288, uh, 288 million uh, box office, that was – so back from uh, 88, so that was a good job. Yeah. Um, as I was researching uh, some facts uh, and tidbits for this list, I found out that this is the very first time that Eddie Murphy ever played multiple characters in one film, which, of course, went on to become kind of a staple of his in, in his movies. Uh, Tim, your thoughts on Coming to America? Um, this comes in at number four for me. Um, I, I like this movie 
And uh, again, I for whatever reason, I I don't own it or anything, but uh, but I do like it. If I do see it, um, you know, for relatively cheap, I'll probably pick it up. But uh, yeah, I just want to say that lately. Um, just in the last couple of years, I've seen a lot of resurgence uh, of it. It seems like, like they um, they uh, made a McDonald's into a McDowell's oh, in yeah. Chicago and actually had some of the stuff on the menu. And um, so, yeah, I think uh, time would be ripe to to do a sequel as long as they can do it justice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Q, what role did Coming to America play in your childhood? Oh man, coming to America. Uh, He's never seen it. He's never seen it. I've never seen it. Um, Let's put it like this: I could watch Coming to America right now, quote the whole movie like word for word, and laugh at every joke like it's still the first time I've seen it. Yeah, like it's that impactful in the community. Just you know, I could walk out and be like, "Sexual chocolate," everybody like. (laughs) You know, Randy Watson, everybody. Just Jerry Mr. Curls. Randy Watson, Jerry you know? Curls were a big thing so back then. Glow. Somebody sing Soul Glow. I can't go up that high. <laughs> I can't either. Not anymore. <laughs> but you're so glow. <laughs> the, the royal penis is queen. <laughs> there you go. She's your queen to be. There so, we go. So many great moments. That's what I'm that talking movie. about. So, yeah, yeah that uh, this this would rank pretty highly. Oh, it's uh, number one on my list. Well, yeah. If if I were to create a list of movies that I've seen most often, this would rank pretty highly. I've watched this movie dozens and dozens and dozens of times. Um, yeah. Absolutely love it. Joe Lewis was 135 years old when he fought Rocky <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were someone else. <laughs> you ain't never met no Martin Luther the King. <laughs> All right. Uh, sticking with the comedy theme, and my list is going to be fairly light um got a lot of comedies on here if uh anyone looking at my camera right now if you look over my shoulder one of my favorite movies of all time is uh number two on my list all you suckers gather around there's a brand new movie coming to town so get on up and check the scene of the smoothest baddest mother to ever hit the big screen main man black dynamite he's super cool and he no kung fu Drives a $5,000 car and wears a $100 suit. You're so righteous. This is also true. And when it comes to the ladies, he's out of sight. Uh, let me guess. One of these brothers think you can get by on a wink and a smile, huh? What about the smile? I am smiling. Black Dynamite, starring all-star running back Ferrante Jones. <laughs> Little-known actor, Ferrante Jones. Yeah. No, uh, I actually read something recently that uh, Michael Jai White, who stars as Black Dynamite, he said his approach to doing this movie was he he had in his head that he was playing two characters. He was playing Ferrante Jones playing Black Dynamite. And I guess they created a backstory where uh, Ferrante Jones had to stop playing football because he had a neck injury. Okay. So he played it as if he couldn't turn his head. I mean, that's <laughs> nice. deep. Yeah, that's multi layers there. That's that's pretty <laughs> yeah. awesome. Um, this movie didn't get a wide release when it came out, but uh, everything I had read about it said it was just fantastic, and I couldn't find a theater nearby that was playing it, so I had to wait for it to come out on DVD. And I picked it up sight on unseen when it the first day it was available on DVD. I ran out, picked it up, sat home, and laughed hard. Like I'm like, this is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. 
instantly became one of my favorite movies. And everyone I showed it to just embraced it, just loved it. If you haven't seen Black Dynamite, uh, check it out. Another great cast, Michael Jai White, Arsenio Hall, Tommy Davis, and the list goes on and on and on. Uh, John Spider Sally. Uh, he has a cameo <laughs> in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great, great movie. Uh, Ryan, have you ever seen Black Dynamite? I have not actually seen it. You have not You've seen never Black seen Black Dynamite. Never seen Black Dynamite. Wow. Black Dynamite. All right, Tim. <laughs> uh, this this is actually my number three, and uh, same thing with you. I remember like reading so much about it and being excited for it, and unfortunately, like you said, it never got a wide release. So I I think you probably beat me to it. I think you went out and bought it sight unseen. You told me to go buy it. I went out and bought it sight unseen. I believe. And same thing. I just like cracked up through the whole thing. I loved it. It's uh, it's one of my favorite movies, not just favorite urban movie or whatever. But yeah, I uh, agree. <clears throat> um, and uh, I, you know, I was hoping that there would be some sequels. That unfortunately, they put out that cartoon on Adult Swim that I just didn't think had the same. It just didn't have it the didn't same feeling it, for yeah. it. Yeah, um, it had a completely different tone. Yeah, the tone. Yeah. The tone was was. Different. It was just. Um, I think they were playing out more to the fact that it was on Adult Swim. I think yeah. so they too. They had to be that edgy. Yeah, content. yeah. I, I so. believe so too. But uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe sometime down the line, it'll we'll get a sequel of that. I would love to well. see it. Yeah, or maybe even like the female equivalent, because you know we have Black Dynamite. We need to do you know the Pam Greer parody right, or, something or something like yeah. that. I would love right. to see something like right. that. Q, what are your thoughts on uh, Black uh, Dynamite? Even though Black Dynamite did not make my list for uh, some for reasons, um, I still agree with you. I went out. I, it wasn't you guys, but a friend of mine was like, dude, you got to check this movie out. And so I went and I got it. And I laughed hysterically because <laughs> because I I have a lot of those exploitation movies on VHS and stuff. So Yeah. But watching it is so funny. Like the one scene when uh, they're fighting, Cornbread is fighting, and he slaps the guy by mistake, and the dude's like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And he's like, "Do," and it's and a whole an totally edit. different yeah. guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, there was yeah, there was like a ton of stuff that were yeah. out of the actual movies. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Bef- before I changed my quote to the Cornbread quote, <laughs> it was gonna be sarcastically. Sarcastically, I'm in charge. Because that was actually from oh. one of those old yeah. movies where they had they put, read like, the script. Yeah, it said yeah. To, to to say it sarcastically, right. but they read it. That was actually from a movie. Uh, I don't remember which one. And then also, like when he when he stands up and the and the, the boom, boom mic, mic is, is hanging. Yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, that was from something too. Or like even when uh, <laughs> when he's running in the donut and the donut he shoots the donut. It's like. Flopping around, and you yeah. can just see the guy's hands. Yeah. First, his hands was out here, and then his hands was like right. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. You know, mo- a lot of those mistakes were deliberate in, yeah. in keeping with the those old films. But yeah. they ha- they were lucky enough to get some accidental bloopers in there that they decide to leave in. There's yeah. during oh, one okay. of the shootouts. There's the guy. The guys are in the big Cadillac or whatever. And as the guy hops out, the car starts rolling forward, and he oh, jumps yeah. back in and applies the brake. They said that was not planned. Oh, that, it wasn't? oh wow! No, okay. no, that was an accident that they loved and left in the oh, movie. Oh, see, I thought nice, that, that was nice, from, a, nice. from a real movie too. Yeah, no, okay. they uh, they left that stuff in, and I love the authenticity. They shot it on uh, film stock that was used in the seventies. They found like a yeah. supply, and nice. uh, they did all the effects and everything. Like they didn't want to do anything that you could do in the modern times. They did everything that you could only do like in the seventies or whatever, yeah. and. It's such an authentic movie. It has that feel and uh, just laugh out loud funny and 
Like, so great. Like in the beginning when he's having sex with like the three girls and it's just him really just doing push ups. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that and then that one that one scene too that was like kind of bizarre, but I mean you could see it like when he's just standing there and yeah. she, and she, they keep showing her at the park and she just yeah. And then the weird mon- the animated montage yep. like with all the zodiac signs, signs and stuff. stuff. Yep. Oh, oh that was a good one. Man, it's too bad you, you don't know anything about uh, urban movies, Ryan. You tend to avoid those movies for some strange reason. That's so strange. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen Black Dynamite, please check it out. You could probably get it at for five dollars at Walmart, literally. Yeah. Um all right, moving on, kind of keeping with the same theme. Uh this is a movie I saw in theaters. I've watched many, many times. Own on DVD, uh, popped it in last night again and watched it and reminded myself of why I love this movie so much. I need a cut. A little off the top, long in the back, but not quite no shag. Slope to the left like Gumby. Eddie Monster in the front, a little white cliff on the right. Come on, hook that up, fuck. If you don't pay the property taxes, the bank is going to foreclose on the shop. I made your father the same offer, but you're a better businessman. You got vision. Ice Cube. Your father wouldn't put up with this mess. Do I look like my father? Yeah, yes. yeah, you do, man. Pretty much in the nose. We can't talk straight in the barbershop. Then where can we talk straight? Rodney King should have got beat for driving drunk and being grown in a Hyundai. <laughs> barbershop uh, from 2002, starring Ice Cube, Anthony Anderson as the ATM thief. That was a funny thing they kept going back to. Cedric the Entertainer, who, I, I looked this up today, was 38 years old when he played the old man of the barber shop. That was hilarious. That's ancient. And yeah. then Eve, uh, 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Love this movie. Um, I, I will probably going to get to Friday in a little bit, but I, I got to say this. I felt that Barbershop was a better, more polished, better acted version of Friday, where it was kind of a day in the life, a lot of great characters, a um, lot of great dialogue. So it's almost like they, they kind of took Friday and, and did it I'm one. I'm sorry, your answer must be in the form of a question. <laughs> that playing. That's my opinion. I, 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 I thought it was well acted, well shot, well edited. I thought it was funnier. I loved everything about Barbershop. Funnier? Yes. I don't know about funnier. <laughs> like you, look, you, Joe, funnier. you were You were off. You were... You were you were you were on a good roll there for a second there. Yeah. yeah. Like you were doing good. I was like, all right, barbershop, that's cool. Yeah, you know, good job, Joe. And then and then you had to go and, and muck it up. So Yeah. It's my opinion. No, it's your I mean, opinion. Yeah. It's you, your I opinion. mean, you know, you can be wrong with your opinion. That's fine. Ryan, your thoughts on barbershop. Now, barbershop made my list of twenty. Um I really enjoy this. It is really hilarious. Uh, you know, from everything from uh, just the banter in the barbershop to uh, the ATM, you know, it, it definitely is a, a great thing. It is uh, very quotable. Did 77 million box office, so you know it was it was a pretty successful movie for, especially in 2002. Um, good storyline. No way it's better than Barbershop. All right, we'll get to Friday in a little bit. Tim, your thoughts on Barbershop? Um, I like Barbershop. It's another one that I haven't seen in a long time, uh, but I liked it when it came out, and I thought it was funny. But I think I might agree with you about about it being. I think I thought it was funnier than Friday, and I liked Friday when it came out too. But I just, <laughs> in, in my mind, I, well, I laughed more at Barbershop than I did during Friday. I agree. Nothing against Friday, but. I just think Barbershop is probably, like you said, it's been a while since I've seen both of them, but it's probably a little bit more polished right. than, than anything. It's, it, it's an evolution. Crazy. 
<laughs> Neither of those make my top ten. <laughs> Q, don't compare it to Friday. Doesn't even give, me your, your give me your uh, review of Barbershop. Y'all going to get me in trouble. <laughs> Y'all are literally going to get me in trouble. Listen, I'm okay. Barbershop, don't get me wrong. Okay, so <laughs> wow, this is gonna be good <laughs> because I'm trying to ex- popcorn. I'm trying to explain. Okay, look, let me. Explain. Barbershop did not ex- crack my top ten. Okay, okay, it was in my top ten, but it had to come out. Okay, okay. Friday, however, is still in my top ten. Okay. okay. Um, I, 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 let's put it like this. I understand what you say when you say it's more polished, better edited, all that other stuff. Friday was his first movie. Right. So he was learning. Exactly. That's so my point. I get that. But that, get point. But that doesn't mean that. it's a better movie. Clerks was Kevin Smith's first movie, and it was in black and white. It sucked. But it was way better than a lot of the other than, stuff that he did Mar-Rex. after, he, <laughs> uh, after he learned how to use them. I can see both points because Friday has been my life, and Barbershop is still my life. Like, I still go to the barbershop, and I have like I go to the barbershop even when I don't need a haircut. Yeah, so it's a just it's just it's, an a thing. Amer- it's Americana. Yeah, it's I American. Mean, That's just American. Yeah, Everyone yeah. goes to the barbershop. Yeah. to have conversation, just to get away from the women. Yeah. And just have conversations. And that's why I think barbershop like transcends race. I think anyone could relate to being in the barbershop with old guys and young guys, talk about politics, talk about sports, whatever you want. And I think that's why the movie was so successful. They don't I don't have this experience at Great Clips. <laughs> well, you go, that's because you go to a franchise. Weird. You know, back back in the day, barbershops weren't franchise. But then they <laughs> screwed it up with they like they ruined it by combining. Yeah, I I still haven't seen that one. The last, the third one. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, that's that's uh, what is it? Beauty Barber- shop. Beauty shop. That's right. No, yeah. beauty, I've beauty shop. No, they had well, beauty shop. And then and the then barbershop, barbershop two. two. Like it was barbershop, barbershop two back yeah. in the back in business, and yeah. then barbershop three was combined. I think I've only the beauty shop, shop oh, and the barbershop. Oh, so, they did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they did. Was there four total? It was then? three of them. Beauty okay. shop yeah. was technically a spinoff of barbershop, but it's part of that same universe. Right? Yeah, it's okay. part of that same universe. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, kinda not because I guess because when she started mm. beauty shop. She was really on the other side of town at first. Okay, all right. I guess it was like a prequel to where she, when the, before they combined before she moved next door uh, or whatever. Okay, so all right, so that's number three on my list. Number four is a movie we talked about several times on this podcast. Prince in his first motion picture. This- I mean, no, okay, it, okay. <laughs> no. No, I, I okay. Every bit of it. Purple Rain. 1984's Purple Rain. I don't know what you guys are griping about over there. One of my, and again, I've, I've probably mentioned this before, but one of my favorite experiences I've ever had in a movie theater was going with my friends, trying to find a theater where Purple Rain was playing way back in 1984. We go into this theater in Southfield. I was, me and my friends, I think we're the only white people in the entire auditorium. Mm -hmm. And when Prince came out and sang, let's go crazy, the place erupted. People were on their feet. They were cheering like they were at a Prince concert. And I'm looking around going, this is incredible. And it was one of my favorite movie-going experiences of all time. Now, the movie's poorly acted at times, but the, the musical performances are incredible. 
Um, it's it's one of my favorite um, music movies of all time. Uh, made Prince even bigger uh, as a star, if that was even possible. I absolutely love Purple Rain. Um, love this movie. Ryan's giving me this look. Me. I thought you were going to be awful, but you were dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> what is your problem with Purple Rain? It's it, everything. I don't like the, the movie is not good. What? The movie's not good. What? You need to play a sound effect for yourself. Uh, Joe's got something. I'm Bye, Felicia. Thank you. <laughs> he, Joe learned a new word today. <laughs> um, I just didn't enjoy Purple Rain. I Prince music is fine, but I don't want to see him up on stage. I don't want to see him acting. It was next. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Next. Your your opinion's wrong on this one. Tim, help me out here. Um, I think <laughs> Tim's gonna have my back here. I I barely remember. I I remember watching this movie on cable, and you know because it was Prince, and I liked Prince's music, and I liked Morris Day. I liked it, but I just I honestly don't remember anything about this movie. Oh, wow. You know, ironically, there were only three professional <laughs> actors in this movie. One of them was Apollonia, and she she's horrible in it. She looks great, but she's a terrible. You actress. know why she got the part, right? Uh, she was married at the time, actually. Right, but the only reason she got the part is because Vanity went into oh, the right. Last Dragon. That's right. Yeah, she. Oh, okay. This movie was, was written with her Vanity. in mind for Love that role. Vanity. She that stepped out. They replaced yep. her with Apollonia. Because if you remember, Vanity came out with Sex Shooter right. and Vanity Six before, mm-hmm. and then right. she went to do the Last Dragon, and Vanity Six became Apollonia Six. Yeah, and he gave oh, them okay. sex shoot. Yeah, I, oh, okay. I, I, I could only imagine what this movie would have been like with Vanity in it because I, I was a Vanity fan at the time. I didn't know who Apollonia was. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think it would. I think it was. You don't think she would have been a better actress though? I don't think it would have worked with her. Huh. Hmm. I just, just, just maybe because I've seen it so many times with Apollonia. Yeah. But I, but looking at Vanity in the Last Dragon, maybe her quirks, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. you know how she. How she gives Time Act that look in the last track when she's biting her lip and like she does that a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't see that in Purple Rain, if that makes okay. sense. Okay, sure. Do that make sense? Yeah. I like mean, her like facial I said, it's been so long since I've seen it. I don't yeah. really remember, The way but... she stands and the way she just like her whole body movement. I can't yeah. see it fitting into Purple Rain. I think you're just sense. used to Apollonia. I I, I mean I that could be it. That could be it. But I don't think I, I I just don't think it should I mean I, I get why you put it on the list. But let I me ask you this. Does Purple Rain belong on this list? No. I don't think so. Why? I, I'm completely confused by that. Why does this movie, it's it's all African-American <laughs> actors. It's an African-American story, even though it was written by a white dude. But I'm sure Prince came in and, and you know, kind of shaped it to his career and his life. But I'm shocked that you guys wouldn't agree that it... it it belongs on this list. I don't. I'm, I feel like I'm in a bizarro world. I'm not saying that. I just don't remember. I'm it. saying and that. I You're talking about this little I, short guy from Minnesota. He's he yeah. not the black experience. I wow. Not I really. disagree. I th- I think I think the movie was Michael Jackson the black experience. Yes. When you think about the young no. Jackson family. Well, and yeah, the, yeah. I didn't I mean, say yeah. the Jackson Five. I said Michael Jackson. Yes, his yes. life his, story his is life the black story, experience. Yes. Now, he he changed over time, but if you're to tell the, the Michael, but story, the only reason he can talk about honestly his dad. is because when he growing up, he had, no had child. to be that. But it was more of a race; like everything was, you had to be that color to have power, mm-hmm. and he seen that growing right, right. up. So when his 
you know, he just did it. I that's personally what I think. Hmm. I could be wrong, but that's a whole nother conversation for another time. Hmm. Right. Wow. <laughs> but um Purple Rain, I, I feel like because and we had this conversation before the podcast started, I feel like it's one of those movies where I think it transcended enough to where it might not belong at this. Hmm. I'm not I That surprises me. Those of you watching at home or listening, I'm, I'm actually I want to hear your opinion. I'm actually surprised that you said that you were the only two Caucasians Right, and that's what, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Because I everybody, really am. everybody I mean, likes Prince, Prince. Was yeah, no, and I know he had universal appeal, and I that's like what's great about him. But but he, at, on, early in his anybody? career, like prior to Purple Rain, he he didn't have that wide following. I mean, 1999 had come out, and he started to cross over, and right. but Purple Rain, be, you know, kind of. But, brought him to the masses, but but I'm sticking strictly with the story and the abusive father and the household no, that I mean, he lived in, and, and music was his escape and all that stuff. I I I, I don't know. I just uh, I don't any that can be anybody. Yeah, but that could have been was, Elvis. That was Judd Nelson yeah. in Breakfast Club. That could have been. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I don't think right. it. I personally feel like it just didn't. It transcended. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't know. Like I can I can I can ask anybody, have you seen Purple Rain? And they might not have say seen it, but they know of it. Right, right. You know I think that's why this subject is just so Let's put it this way. If they're doing urban urban movie classics on BET, it'll be on there. It will be. But it'll be after Baby Every, boy, everything be, on my list. After yeah. Everything on this. Yeah. I think the reason it's in my top five is because of its universal appeal. That a white audience found Purple Rain and and it put their butts in the seat. And I think that's important. I think it's important to bring in a diverse audience. And Purple Rain I, did that. I would agree with that. But at the same, I mean, it's just a. I mean, that's not what we're trying to do here. Uh, it, it has its merits. It's uh, I'm not reasons. saying it doesn't have its merits. I mean, I, I, reasons I agree. why these movies are on my list. I, I understand that it. Tra- I I just believe it transcended too much to be considered, hmm. even though even though in the urban com- in the black community, Purple Rain is a staple. Right, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if like he said, if it was on BET, it would yeah. be after Friday. After ba- ba- they would play I, Baby I Boy before they would play Purple Rain. <laughs> I get that. Speaking All right, <clears throat> let's move on to number five. Uh, I debated uh, what movie to put in the number five slot because, you know, it's one of my first five movies to talk about. And so I, I thought about a movie that from when I was younger. Uh, this is, came out in 1988. Uh, it's another spoof of black exploitation movies. Laugh out loud, funny, great cast. Uh, here's a clip. Now you boys can leave either through the window or the stairs. We're going to take the stairs. We'll take the stairs. I'm going to get you, sucker. You know what I mean, brother? <laughs> well, actually, I don't. You know, I didn't grow up around blacks. Now, I grew up in the suburbs. My dad was a lawyer, my mom was a doctor, and all of my friends were white. Who are these guys? It's my theme music. Every good hero should have some. I'm going to get you, sucker. Don't say that. I'm going to get you, sucker. Even if you can't say it, you got to see it. I got you, sucker. This is 1988. Uh, in Living Color was huge at the time. The weigh-ins were huge. Keenan Ivory uh, wrote, directed, and starred in the movie. Uh, Damon Wayans had an appearance in this. Uh, 
the Wayans family was huge at the time. You could almost call this the uh, the In Living Color movie because so many people uh, crossed over into this film. Um, incredible cast starring Bernie Casey, Antonio Fargus from Starsky and Hutch, Isaac Hayes, Jim Brown, uh, Chris Rock with his unforgettable scene in there. Um, and I just learned this the other day. This is actually an idea from Eddie Murphy. Keenan Ivory Wayans was talking about uh, talking to Eddie Murphy, and he had this idea for this black exploitation spoof. And Keenan Ivory said, uh, "I like that. Can I use it?" And Eddie Murphy let him use it. Um, so it's from the mind of Eddie Murphy, but uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans uh, carried it out. Um, one of the funniest comedies I've ever seen. Absolutely love this movie. Um, great movie, Ryan. You ever see this one? Yeah, it's a good movie. I like it. Uh, of course, the Chris Rock scene you brought up. It's, it's I, I quote it all the time. How know. much for one red? Got change for a hundred. <laughs> well, you just pour it in my hands. So. Um, yeah, hilarious. Of course, um, didn't make my list though. Yeah, Tim. just because I think there's way better movies. Okay, I yeah, I like this movie too. It didn't make my top ten. But um, now, was that Chris Rock character? Uh, did that originate in that movie? Because I remember him doing that on In Living Color. Which came first? Do you remember? I don't recall. The I chicken. Because I remember him uh, trying to buy a can of soda on In Living Color. And, and at one point, he was like, he was like, can I just open it and sniff the bubbles? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, That's, I have to look that Yeah, up. because he did that character on In Living Color, too. But I don't know which came first. But anyway, yeah, I like this movie. But kind of the same with Purple Rain. I'm, I don't think I saw it at the theater. I remember watching it on cable. Or renting it probably, and um, and I liked it, but it's another one that I'd spent so long since I've seen. I don't really remember a whole lot about it. About a year after this movie came in, I uh, or came out, I sat in the audience for a taping of In Living Color. Uh, Did you hurt yourself? One of the uh, <laughs> one of the sketches they did is pretty famous. You guys remember the three champs in a baby sketch, <laughs> where they do a spoof of three men and a baby? Yeah. I was in the audience for that sketch. It was pretty awesome. You uh, see J Lo? What's up? You see J Lo? I don't think she was a fly girl at that point. I think she came in toward the end of the series. But I did sit there and watch the fly girls for like an hour do their dance routines. That was awesome. Uh, Q, your thoughts on I'm gonna get you suck it? Uh, not didn't make my list. But classic movie, um, yeah, that's yes, that's now that should be on the list. All right, <laughs> thank you. Now those five movies, those are movies that I saw in the theater that impacted my youth, that meant a lot to me, and that's why they rank so highly on on my personal list. And again, I need to remind our listeners that these movies are our favorite movies. My list isn't necessarily the best movies no. that ever came out. They're my favorite movies and those rank high up. So I have some more. We'll get to them. If we have time, I'm going to start going around the table. Ryan, what, uh, we talked about coming to America. So, uh, yep. what's number two on your so list? So coming to America is my number one. Of course, like we said, I can quote it from start to finish. My number two movie. I can do the exact same thing with, I know probably every word I can sing it uh, or, you know, uh, quote it along with the movie as it plays. We've already brought it up, and that is Friday. That's my number two. Mm-hmm. It is an amazing movie. It has so many awesome, awesome quotes. Um, this is, uh, you know, Chris Tucker comes to life in this movie. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, shows the the diversity of, of Ice Cube. Because um, before only- that, the only thing he was in was what, Boys in the Hood, right? Um, I think he did a couple other things. Okay. So that was 95. Boys um, in the Hood of Trespass. 
But he had played. Let me see. While you're doing that, all right, play that. I'm gonna play Play some. uh, I'm gonna play some highlights from Friday. Yeah. For real, damn. Damn. Telephone. God damn. 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 (laughs) Really? Just gonna play damn. There's are some highlights uh, from Friday. You want to know the funny part? I know all those scenes. <laughs> you know, you can picture every, every single scene, moment. In every your moment. Now, in all fairness, the movie was largely improvised, uh, and that shows. And it's it's uh, comparing it to Clerks is a great comparison because Ice Cube actually admitted that Clerks was an inspiration, and so there's a lot there of go. similarities with Clerks. It it was. And so there's a lot of similarities, and the the filmmaking skills for that particular movie were, were really rough. I think it's hilarious. I think it's very funny, laugh out loud funny, but it's uneven. Like it has a certain tone for the first ninety plus minutes, and then it takes a dark turn. Like what just happened? Oh, playing with my and, money and so, is like playing with my emotions. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's rough, but it's you never get no ice cream. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> budget was only three point five million. It made twenty eight point two. Yeah, and um, I'm sure that seventy six launched Cube, Cube Vision. It, uh, it really it's, did. It, it's just it's something that I will always forever sit down and watch. I will always forever quote. I mean, it look where it's it, you know I don't know how many years later, twenty years later. Uh, by Felicia, you played it twice already, right? <laughs> I mean, that came out. By Felicia. There you go. Uh, so that you know made its way into uh, society. You know uh, why it resurged, res- had a resurgence is because from what I read, it, it was used in uh, Compton. Straight out of Compton. Right, yeah. right, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, and then, uh, you know, so all the memes, the damn, like, uh, you know, it's it's all over the place still today. Um, it's what you just... got on my 40, don't you? <laughs> right. Come on. Man. I got mind control over Debo. <laughs> Tell me, shut up. I'll be quiet. But when he leave. I've been talking, talking again. <laughs> it's like he gonna cry when he get in the car. <laughs> like, come on, man! I ain't gonna tell nobody else though. I now, tell nobody else. if it is true that that uh, Chris Tucker ad libbed most of his lines, that shows shows you his comedy genius. That if he's making that stuff up, and I'm sure he had it in a holster ready to go, but uh, it's some funny stuff, right? Call me. I'm gonna call you. I'm calling you. I look like Janet Jackson. Like Freddie Jackson. Um, awesome. <laughs> that is like, come on, man. That's one of the like. I'm gonna go home and movies. watch it. Yeah, because... like that's one of the best movies ever. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's. I said it. Funny, well, but not a great movie. Let's just say this, Joe. You just recently watched it. Yes. Yeah, you just seen it. Right? I know. If, if you okay. would have saw it back when it originally came out, uh, April 26, your, 1995. Yeah, your thoughts may have been different. I agree. I agree. I think nostalgia plays a big role when you're ranking movies. Nostalgia has a big role. So this yes. movie wasn't a part of my youth growing up. Uh, part of so my. I Mine saw too. it objectively. And part of my. my. It was part of my everyday. Yeah. Yeah. That like was everyday same, life for me. So. I got to say, I laughed out loud when uh, the dad calls him into the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, that was my mom, five such minutes. a crazy scene. Pops. I, I, love pops. I take a dog and I get him. It's <laughs> all day long. Bang, 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 bang. Miss <laughs> Parker, Miss Parker. The Lord is my shepherd. That's he another thing. What I like, want. The great Bernie Mac shows yes. up. He disappears into the house. He runs out half naked. And I'm God like, damn, where's Bernie Mac? Like, I want more Bernie Mac. 
It was just great. It was just kind of a a hodgepodge of moments and stuff, which is fine. But older the bear, it's sweeter the juice. (laughs) It's <laughs> supposed to black be dark. Yeah, yeah. Sweet oh. of the juice. Black oh, black black now I'm curious. Did, I, I, I didn't see the sequels. Did, did the production values increase? And what is your opinion of the sequels that came afterwards? Ooh. Next Friday is the sh- is is good. Next good. Friday is excellent. Okay. Friday after next. Bad. Bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even with Mighty Mike. All right. Yeah. Bad. Is Chris Even Tucker in uh, next Friday? No, no, he's not. No, oh, I can't even imagine that being. That well, thing. by that time he had did Rush Hour, yeah. and he had did um, Monday Talk. He, yeah, he but, got paid twenty million for Rush Hour. But I tell you right. what, um, they did a good job. Yeah, with, with, with uh, Mike, Epps. Mike Epps. I think he did a great job in in the he's, sequel. And the brat was in. <laughs> you know you want. This. Oh no, Lady <laughs> Rage. You know you want this cookie. <laughs> she know all the snacks before they come she out. <laughs> Host has got a new cupcake coming out. <laughs> it was great. Sorry, it was great. Pinky, don't say, don't say another motherfucking word. Fucking Pinky. You're still talking. You're still talking. Yeah. Number crazy. two was great. Tim, number, you got anything you want to throw out? Just as quotable. Nothing. No, <laughs> I think these guys got it covered. All right. Number three. Can't say enough. Man, can't. All right. Uh, number three. Uh, it's a... And this is all struggle time for me because I don't know where to rank these. But I'm going to go with number three is another movie that I will just watch no matter what, whenever it's on. And that is uh, Best Man. Okay. Now, Best Man, I'm sure, Joe, you've not seen. No, seen? I don't think so. Okay. I've seen it, wedding I movie? Seen it. Best. Oh, go ahead, right. Ryan. So I'll just In give you the, uh, uh, the synopsis is uh, Tay Diggs is a, a writer and he writes a. Um, a, a book loosely based off of his life of him and his friends together. And uh, there's uh, Morris Chestnut is getting married and they're best friends. And so the whole group gets back together and they find out about the book and it unraveled like some secrets come out from the book and it throws the whole big thing uh, into like there's some adultery or it wasn't adultery. It was uh, like uh best friend shenanigans. Like, oops, I slept with your girlfriend. Um, so, there's a lot of stuff that went on. I think it's hilarious. It's great cast. Nia Long's in it. Morris Chestnut, Tate Diggs. Like the list goes on and on. Um, it is just a, a great movie from start to finish, and it has a whole bunch of different emotions from happy, sad. Um, you know, um, it's quotable again. I always love quotes, um, and it's got seventy two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's great. Tim, have you seen this? Uh, that does not sound familiar. I don't think I have. Best you? man. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But I was gonna say, best man is that movie that. We actually is actually a good, really good movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's still a urban movie. It's still a black. Movie. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, is it is it a black version of like Diner or Big Chill, something like that? No, no, no. It's, it's just kind of its own thing. Yeah, it's just kind okay. of its own thing. All it's right. just <clears throat> like he said. It's just pretty much you know friends getting back together. They haven't seen each other in a while, mm-hmm. and. The whole secret gets out, so it breaks up the friendship. Wedding's yeah. off. Wedding's off. Wow. Okay. Then the friends get back together and realize, okay, it was years ago. Blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. the type of deal. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, it really sounds good. good. It's great. Really good one. Really good one. All right. What else you got? All right. Uh, number four on my list, I'm going to go with um, Boomerang. Oh, I forgot about Boomerang. How can you forget about Boomerang? I, I got all these oh, other man. movies. Boomerang. I saw Boomerang. Once on cable a long time ago. Oh, that's Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah. Eddie Murphy, 
hundred. It Holly made one hundred and thirty-one million dollars. Robin Givens. Robin um, Givens. Uh, Mrs. Mike Tyson at the time. Yeah. So. Uh, oh. Oh. David Allen Greer. Yeah, David Allen Greer. Um, Martin um, Lawrence is in, in there. It. Yep. Um, oh man, so much uh, hilarious, hilariousness. Uh, Eddie Murphy is like a ladies' man, and he's going after Robin <laughs> Givens, uh, but he actually falls for Halle Berry. Yeah, uh, and there's that whole exchange, and then like there's the moment where like Robin Williams is or Robin Williams, uh, Robin Givens is like really getting them, and and it's driving them crazy, and like he she is like the player, and he's being played, and he doesn't yeah. like it, and like she like goes over and bangs him and then like leaves money on the nightstand Ooh. and uh, like he was a prostitute and he like and he like pulls up the, the covers. Yeah. And, like, I remember like, that. And, and oh, it man. was funny because if you like we watched the movie, he falls for it because he pulls the cover back and her feet, feet yes are pretty. Ah, oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. The oh, girl had six fun. toes, man. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> and then uh, we also gotta mention uh Lady Eloise in this movie, yep. which which is um uh, Eartha Kitt, yep. um, which you guys may know as a, a famous singer. She, she was uh, Catwoman on the Batman. Yeah, Catwoman. Uh, she was number 86, I think it was, <laughs> on the Greatest Women of Rock and Roll history. She sang Santa Baby, and mm-hmm. um, I can never, ever get her out of my head going, my kiss, as mm. he's, she's putting the moves on on uh, Eddie Murphy and making yeah. him sleep with her. So She had a big hit um, called Ceci Bon. Yes. That was a good one. So, yeah. Um, just a great all-around movie. It also has pops in it, yep. uh, you know, uh, with his mushroom suit yep. and uh, talking about got to coordinate, got to coordinate. I got to revisit this movie. Like it's I said, I remember movie. when it was a staple on cable, and I remember watching this movie and enjoying it. But I haven't even thought of this you movie in twenty years. They come out with a TV show, <laughs> a TV show on wow. BT now. David, Allen, I just remember David Allen Greer like crying. My, my parents are banging in your bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Why hasn't David Allen Greer got a starring vehicle yet? That guy is great in everything he's in. Yeah. I don't get it. Not Maybe he's favorite, just better as a second banana. I, I think guess, so. But Probably. Yeah. But he's he's good. Has he never that boy's good. Has he never had any stars? I don't think movies? he's nope. ever starred in a movie. He always seems to pop up as a. Yeah. As he's a, always the yeah, second right. fiddle, the yeah. sidekick. Yeah. yeah. Now he plays the dad. On Tommy Davis. Yeah, he's right. the old man yeah. now. There's that senior citizen yeah. TV show that he's on. He's got oh, a yeah. full okay. beard yeah, and everything. He's hardly yeah. recognizable. Cool yeah. He was yeah, on right. uh, Carmichael show before that, before they canceled it. He was the dad. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, Boomerang, that's a good one. I forgot all about Boomerang. Have you seen that, Tim? Uh, I have, but I, you know, it's kind of like you. I yeah, probably saw it on cable when it was first out. And, you know, I think I liked it, but I don't remember yeah. a lot about it. When you when when you said Boomerang, the first movie that popped into my head was the what was the one uh, where they were making the movie and Eddie Murphy? Oh, Bowfinger. Bowfinger. That's, Bowfinger. that's what I thought you were referring to. Okay. Bowfinger. Not an urban movie, but a great movie. Yeah. All right. What else you got? All right. So that was number four. Number five. Um, I'm gonna go with. I think I gotta go with the wood. I will, I got okay. That's how I'm is that the title <laughs> of the movie? The yeah. title is called. I don't wood. know what that is. Not surprising because it, <laughs> it is a. Uh, it's an urban movie. Um, so it's about three friends, Omar Epps, uh, Tay Diggs, uh, Richard T. Jones. That's um, when Tay Diggs was doing a lot. Yeah. Like, uh, like, well, Best Man came out the same the year. Yeah, like, as the wood. Yeah. So uh, they were like back to back. So it's about three kids that grew up in Inglewood, hence the wood. Um, and they reflect back to their childhood. And, uh, you know, it kind of goes back and forth. Um, you know, they, they bury uh, the time capsule and they look for that. They talk about going to the prom with the the girl for the first time and, um, you know, getting with girls for the first time. Um, 
and again, there's a wedding involved. Uh, it's just, it's it's fun to look back at your awkward teen years, and this mm-hmm. this did it in a very hilarious way. It's laugh out loud funny. What year did this come out? 1999. Was it didn't Brown Sugar come out the same year with him and Sanaa Latham, or was that the next year? I think it was the next year. Tay Diggs and Sanaa Latham, because it was like two years where Tay Diggs was in like everything. Yeah, yeah. He was in Go too. That was 99 as well. Yeah. Wow. And then he had that TV show, Daybreak, where he kept waking up the same day. Yeah. Hey, Diggs was, hmm. He was everywhere for a while. And he was good. I, I really enjoyed everything. Diggs, yeah, everything so. he was in was good. Hmm. Yeah, not on my radar. Tim, you remember this one? I do not. Oh. <laughs> I remember when it was out, but I don't remember if I've I, ever I've seen I've never it. even yeah. heard of this. Well, <clears throat> the funny part is, like he said, it came out in 99. I was in fifth, sixth grade, maybe. Huh. Okay. So when it came out, the debate was which one was better, Best Man or The Woods. Yeah. Okay. That was the debate. You huh. had you had to have seen both because mm-hmm. you, you had to you had you was either on Team Best Man or you was on Team The Woods. So what what, what side were you on? Best Man. Were you? I think I flip flopped. I think I did, but I think I think I settled on the Best Man. I think more girls like, like I, the Best I Man. I started with The Wood because it's it's uh it's funnier. The and Wood was funnier. But I think more girls like the best man. So for sure. Oh, for man. sure. I went to the best man. Mm-hmm. Whichever one of the girls like. I can't. Do, okay. uh, the kid <laughs> doing the dance. Yeah. The dance. Like, yeah. it cracks me up every single time. So I went with the best man. All right. So that's your top five. We'll that's get back to your next five. five in a moment. Tim, throw something out at 15. us. Okay. Yeah. My, my number one <laughs> is uh, a movie that came out in 2003, and it is Badass. It is not to be confused with Badass. Um, <clears throat> two words, yeah, not to be confused because apparently there's a movie called Badass too. But, <laughs> but, you're not talking about Danny Trejo, Badass, are you? Uh, no. no, I'm talking about the okay, Mario Van Peoples. I believe he directed this too. It is a, it is he plays his dad, uh-huh. and it's all about his dad trying to get the movie Sweet Sweet Back Badass Song that. created. Yeah, and um, you know I like movies about making movies anyway yeah so um I, I really liked this movie a lot i mean it's been a little while since i've seen it but uh but i remember like in 2003 thinking it was you know yeah. really great i think it might have even got nominated for some awards i'm not i'm not positive but anyway um it you know it just kind of shows his dad melvin van peoples like the struggles that yep. he that he had getting this this movie made and a lot of shady things too, you know, that that he did to get it made, mm-hmm. and and a, and a lot of criticisms for some of the things that he did, like because he wanted Mario Van Peebles when he was probably like nine years old, or maybe he was eleven, but um, <clears throat> but pretty young. But he wanted to to be in these kind of like racy sex scenes mm-hmm. in this movie when he was young, and he was writing bad checks to people, and he I think he was filming a lot of stuff without the permit. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> yeah, because nobody. But eventually, time, he yeah. got it done. Wow. Yeah, he was one um, of the few. Him and not to cut you off. Apologize. No, go ahead. Him and Mario were the ones making a lot of movies. Like Melvin was making yeah. them in the eighties. Then Mario started making them in the nineties. But 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 Mario was a little bit more legitimate. I mean, yeah. Well, by that I mean, time, yeah, but by he, that time. But but, but by that but time, Melvin, Melvin had made a name just, for himself. Right. Exactly. So the Van People's name held weight by that time. Yeah. So what was exactly. the movie he was trying to make? Uh, it's it's called Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. Huh. Um, That's a title which came out in 
one. Yeah, uh, I, and and that's actually a good movie too if you ever watch it. And I and I believe some of the Black Dynamite stuff might have came from that movie. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, because it was just kind of like, I mean, almost along the lines of Ed Wood, where they were just boom going and shooting scenes yeah, yeah. and with no permits, mm-hmm. and 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 I there was a part I don't remember exactly what happened, but he needed fire trucks or something, so somehow he convinced the 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 firemen to be in it. Uh, I mean, I would have to, it, like I said, it's been a little while since I've seen it, but um, but I, I remember, remember just really liking this out. movie. Oh, never heard I of it. Remember that coming out? Okay, Ryan, nothing. Pop Got nothing. I, two of my mom's favorite directors are Melvin and Marlon Bettino. So mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of their movies. Coming, okay. So. Cool. All right, number two. Uh, my number two is a movie that came out in 1993, and it came out... Jeez. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I've talked about it on here before, and it, it was basically Straight Outta Compton, before Straight Outta Compton, oh, way right. before Straight Outta Compton, <laughs> and it is CB4... With Chris Rock, and I remember seeing this at the theater. Oh, wow. I loved this movie. It was it was all about. Uh, I mean, I mean, really, it was loosely based on NWA and the problems that they were having with uh, with everything at the time. I mean, just you know, being able to perform the song of the police. Uh, but in this movie, it was sweating. Uh, sweating from, from my, my balls. balls. <laughs> so is this this is a parody, right? I mean, oh, yeah. is it a comedy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and and honestly, the movie's probably a mess. I mean, I, I own it. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I just remember seeing it at the theater, cracking up, loving it. And, and actually, uh, Chris Rock recreated like one scene from New Jack City when he was uh, the the crack at it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in this movie, just kind of like out of the blue. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, I mean it's definitely a parody, but it's uh it's it's, it's it's funny if you've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And yeah. I'm black I, I actually bought black, the soundtrack. Y'all. I mean I, I had the soundtrack and everything. <laughs> That's a great movie. That's a good one. That was a good pick. That was a real good pick. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you've brought it up before. I still I, I, I think I watched the trailer, I it up but I haven't seen times. it. Yeah. So it's that, funny. It's worth the watch. All right. See, so so Benes was Move that to two. Uh, Black Dynamite was three. Coming to America was four. So uh, I, I just want to mention this movie because I doubt anybody else mentioned it. Uh, my number five is Tales from the Hood from 1995. Yes. Um, I don't think that. Uh, I, I mean, there's there's a little bit of a resurgence of it now <laughs> because because of because uh, of Jordan Peele, but you know, there's there's a lot of horror movies, urban horror movies that just don't get the attention they deserve. This is definitely one of them. It's an anthology movie and I just think it was criminally underrated and underseen. Um it's like Bones I, with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yeah, Bones, Bones too. Snoop Dogg. Right. And it's been a long time since I've seen that. But like I said, this was an anthology movie and it was all about I I mean give me your favorite uh you, an anthology has like several short stories in it. Which give but, me a okay. There, a, there a was there was one, one the where a guy had little doll. Wow. Well, okay, it's been a while since I've seen it, but there was there was like little dolls that somebody collected. Do you remember that? And then I at think the so. and then at the end, for whatever reason, they. I mean, it was all like, uh, I, I think it was kids that go into, uh, was it a museum? I want to say it was a museum. I'm trying to think of like the wraparound. 
and, and basically he was trying to teach them a lesson. So that he was telling them like these four different tales. Uh-huh. And yeah, I, they, they I went to the museum, a... but he was trying to yeah telling he was telling them the stories. Yeah, and I don't remember the one. But it was I don't know if it was like a racist guy or something, or they had put the souls into the into the uh, the puppets or whatever. But anyway, the puppets eventually come to life and and hunt them down at the end, mm. or they're like little voodoo dolls or something. I like I said, it, this is yeah. it's been a while since I've seen this one, but I definitely just Vaguely wanted to remember to get this one mentioned. Okay, too. creepy mortician attempts to scare a teenage drug dealer and his friends straight by telling them four horrifying stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One is about a guilt-ridden cop who goes crazy after ignoring his corrupt partner. Uh, he also tells of a meek schoolboy with terrifying supernatural powers. Although the young thugs want to take their drugs and escape, Mr. Sims, he still has two more tales to tell. Now I remember. Yeah. yeah. So they, I mean, they don't specifically mention the one I'm talking about, yeah. but uh, but that's the one that sticks out in my head. Okay. Yeah. Right. Ryan, anything? Got nothing. Nothing. All right. Clarence Williams the third playing Mr. Sims. Dave Allen Green was in it. Was he really? Dave yeah. Allen Green yeah, was in it. What I remember is there was a lot of yeah. decent actors in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Brandon Hammond. Yeah. Now, this is another one that I don't know if I own, but but if I saw it, like, you know, for five bucks, I'd definitely pick it up. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's so that Tim's was, that was uh, five. top five. Uh, Q, what do you got that uh, uh, we haven't discussed yet? Well, we did come into America. That was my number one. Uh, my number two is kind of a cop-out. Um, but I have to have these three people on the list. And it's more people, not movies, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, because without these three, we probably wouldn't even be talking about Black Panther and you know, people. Whatever. But that's uh, uh, Richard Roundtree, who plays Shaft, uh, Pam Greer, and Jim Brown. And mm-hmm. a lot of they were like the three black exploitation movie stars mm-hmm. in the 70s. So those are my number two. Whatever movie you want to put in there, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. You pick one. It'll be. So you two. just wanted to say black exploitation movies, movies from. Period. Yeah. 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 Um, number three is New Jack City. Okay. And New Jack City. To me is I consider New Jack City is one of my top five. Best movies ever. Like it. Ooh. Ten best. Movie, but I believe New Jack City. Like Ryan said, is quotable. Um, but just Wesley Snipes, it showed a different side to Wesley Snipes that I don't think he's ever done again. Like, you know, he, no. like, passenger, like, all of Wesley Snipes' movies have been him kicking someone's ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's the action star. But in New Jack City, he actually had to act. Yeah. And it actually showed his acting ability. What's the premise of New Jack City? He what, acted um, in uh, White Man Can't Jump. Yeah. Oh, he acted in Two Wong Fu too. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, the full purpose? title? Well, come on, what's Two the full Wong title? Fu. Thank you for everything, Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar. There you go. Yeah. So, which is actually another good movie. Um, but New Jack City is basically uh, Nino Brown is Wesley Snipes, and it's about him and his brother building up this drug empire, and Ice T is trying to stop him. And funny sci-fi reference: the hotel, the apartment building where they do all the drugs and stuff, it's called the Enterprise. Because when you get you get so high, it's like you in space. <laughs> that was the quote, and that was Chris Rock's. Uh, yeah, like major starring role. Well, who, was he Pookie? Was that, yeah, is that who Pookie, he was in that? He was and... Pookie, and Ice T helped him get clean, <clears throat> and they sent them in to be the spy, not the spy, but the informant in the Enterprise. That's wasn't Samuel Jackson in it too, or am I thinking? Of no, no, no. You're thinking of um. Okay, sorry. 
No, 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 no. I know. No, 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 no. But you're thinking of uh, do the right thing. No, 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 no. Because no, he was in that no. too. Yeah, but it was uh, it was another. He was in Coming to America. <laughs> he was in yeah, Coming to America. Not but not it, it, it of, was but... another. Was it Jungle Fever? Maybe it could be. When well, he was a drug addict, that was Jungle yeah. Fever. Okay, yeah, that was, that was Jungle Fever because his because yep. his dad always played Mahalia Jackson, so it was Jungle Fever. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I didn't, Sorry, Fever. I didn't mean to throw you off. No, 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 you're fine. Uh, but yeah, that's New Jack City. That's my aunt's. That's my auntie's favorite movie hmm. ever. Right. Ryan, so, have you seen this one? Yeah, of course I have. Uh, definitely deserves to be on there. It wasn't on my list, but uh, again, not because it doesn't deserve to be, just because I ran out of spots. Yeah, New Jack City is one of them ones where it shows how to how to make it in the wrong way. Let's mm-hmm. just put it like that. Right, right. Um, my next movie on my list was Friday. We did that one. Uh, number five on my list was Hustle and Flow. Okay. And Hustle and Flow is... It won an Oscar. Tired <laughs> out here for a For a song. Let's clarify. For a song. No, Terrence Howard was nominated for Best Actor. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, nominated. But yeah. it won the Academy Award for Best Song. song. It did. And they it performed did. it at and the they ceremony, performed it. And it's still, awesome. till this day, the funniest <laughs> Grammy song performance ever. Because, no disrespect, <laughs> when you see them all sitting there, they're just like... <laughs> Do you guys think Get Out belongs on this list? Yes. Yes. I'm yes. surprised it has not come up. Well, I was getting there. You're throwing out like a hundred movies over I know. there. There's a well, limit. Because you I, have to, Pootie I have Tang to get over these, Get Out. I have to get these out. You put Pootie Tang over Get Out? I have to get these out. I have to save my reputation. The BET classic Baby Boy with Tyrese and Taraji P. Henson. That launched both of their career, actually. Um, Ving Rhames is in that. Um, I love Ving Rhames. Lean on me. With Morgan Freeman. God, yeah, I love that. Surprise. Um, that's the first time that came up today. That's number six on my list. Yeah. And movie. Soul Food is number seven. Okay. Love that movie too. So, um, those are all great. I just want to. Except for Pootie Tang. Ask something real quick. A lot of time. A lot of time. Uh, a lot of people refer to Black Panther as the first black superhero movie. You mentioned Meteor Man. Oh. Yeah. But we also had Blade. Yeah. We yeah. also had. Blank Man. Blank Man. Yeah. No, I mean. No, Blank Man no, was a legitimate. I know, but. Blade is a better example. Blade. We had a whole trilogy, and uh, mm-hmm. that should not be overlooked. Nope. Yeah. I, I don't. I, maybe because it's positive. I don't know why they say that. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it because, like you said, Blade. I'd rather watch I mean, Blade. I mean, even watch... even Haley Berry as Catwoman. I know it sucked, but but mm-hmm. still, you yeah. can throw that out there. Right, right. Haley Berry as Catwoman. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you had. I, mean, I think it's the timing of it and yeah. the character. The only it's, other movie I want to throw out uh, that tells the story of a young black man's struggle at college and pre- prejudices, uh, Soul Man, starring C. Thomas Howell. Oh, my God. Um, I thought you were going to say the jerk. <laughs> I was born. Oh, oh my poor black child. Oh, the whiz. We didn't say the whiz. I'm surprised you didn't. Oh, my God. Say the whiz. Like, I thought that was going to be way How up on your list. did that not come up yet? All right, great job, guys. Uh, really glad we got together to talk about this. And um, thanks for coming in, everybody. That, that was a great conversation. And I hope our listeners and viewers enjoyed it. And we will see you next time on, what's the name of this podcast? Uh, the Movies for Dumb Guys. Okay. Not for me, sir.